to my left, 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 left. No, not there, Phil, that's right. Hello, podcasts. Welcome to episode 14 of To My Left Insert Topic. My name's Jonesy, and at the moment, I've got Apples and Tommy here. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello, guys. We are waiting on Philip and because he's trying to get uh, Wi-Fi in the doghouse. And we are waiting on Miguel, as per usual. But we will uh, get to that later. Uh, I did, I've got you guys' intros music this week. Ooh. When I was bored in a hotel room in, in Hitchin, <laughs> I was on Spotify, <laughs> thinking, you've got to guess. You're going to be bored in Hitchin. I know, exactly. <laughs> in some like, travel lodge on a Thursday over to McDonald's. Uh, and so, <laughs> basically, you've got to guess each other's intro music. It's sort of like some of them are blindingly obvious and some of them aren't, okay? Go for it. We've got to guess who it's for. Yeah, this one, yeah. This, this one's very obvious. Okay. Can you hear it? Okay. Hey, little apple blossom. What seems to be the problem? We've got to talk over it a little bit as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, you should get that. Bounce our heads. Yeah, who's that then? Yours. Well, apples. Yeah, there you go. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's called apple blossom apples. You've not bad. I know. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. <laughs> Right, this one's a little bit obvious as well. Another quiz. Uh, this one's Phil. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I couldn't Mr. think of one for me. Mr. Cockrum. Okay, the next two are a little bit well, more puns and a bit harder, okay? So that one's Ooh, mine. You're a bit harder when thinking about these three. Okay. <laughs> this one's your... Uh, I can't say this one. <laughs> you basically just said <laughs> Wait, if there's only two of you, it really doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> you gotta guess the song, though. It's cut out. It's good. <laughs> Alright. The intro's nothing to do with the song, actually. It's a bit weird. Get on with it. <laughs> Can you get? Can you guess who this is and why? No. Was it Mel? Mel? You have to let it linger. <laughs> Do you oh, have to tell yes. me Linda? <laughs> Do, you have Do you have to, to tell me Linda? <laughs> uh, I hear that all the time. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. You have to. Do you have to? Do you have to? Seriously, do you have to? That should be your wedding song when you inevitably get married. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, Tommy Linda. Seriously, do you have to? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> and I tell you, I was really bored. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is a bit of a stretch too. Good dancing. I want to come on that one. Yeah. Guess who this is? It's obviously Miguel's. It's yeah. been my left. <laughs> yeah. Miggy, 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 can't you see? <laughs> Sorry, straight. No, we've not done Phil, have we? All right, okay, well, guess who's last? <laughs> All right. Jen. I think it's Phil's last. Oh, this is Phil's. <laughs> Literally. Fill me in. Can you fill me in? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, that rubbish intro. 
What are we drinking, guys? Apples? I am drinking Tennessee's finest whiskey, Jack Daniels, with Coke. Well, Pepsi, so precise. Oh, a cockroom tail. Yeah. What are you going to call it? Context. Context. I, I, can, can we defy? Sorry, podcasts. We need to defy what this cockram tail is because it, it's either cocktails made by Big Phil, which are really simple, yeah. or it's drunk stories by Big Phil because he can spin a good yarn, really, now and again. With how oh, I want both. Stuff. You want both. Fair enough. Yeah, like every time you order a, a drink, every time you have a cocktail, a cockram tail, you get a story as well. <laughs> Yeah, story. Comes nice. with a backstory. I like it. That would be pretty good. I was I was in Bristol, right? And I was in, I was drinking in that barn. <laughs> and then basketball. This cockroom tail is cider. <laughs> cider and black. I like story stuff. I, I shit up and the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil is here. I just, I just fell over and my dick fell into the dark. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, there's the voices to tick to tick Jen's box. Anyway, yeah. uh, so Tommy, what are you drinking, mate? I'm drinking a Ponzi drink. I'm drinking. I'm getting in the Christmas because we're doing the Christmas special. Christmas drink. I've got. Um, it's November the twenty seventh. <laughs> Christmas special. It's a. It's Thanksgiving um, special. A late one. Sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. but everyone yeah. records the Christmas special early. By the time this comes yeah. out. Yeah. By the time. Um, Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dig at my editing? That's what it would be. Podcast is really hard to edit out. I mean, some of the shit we leave in is bad enough. Christ Almighty, but Jesus Christ. I like the dramatic pauses. They're my favourite bits. <laughs> we could make an entire podcast just on dramatic pauses. Just stitch <laughs> those bits together. Yeah, we should make the anti-podcast. All the bits that you cut out. <laughs> Put that out as an episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll get arrested. No? So, sorry, Tommy. We... Um, slow gin and spiced apple with... Some orange and shit in it. It's lovely. Mm. I've had about four. You've had about four? Oh. Tommy's three sheets to the wind, ladies and gentlemen. We never know where this could end up. It's all good. <laughs> Crazy shit. Yeah. Cockers is here. Cockers is, Cockers is coming on board. Oh, oh, oh what a face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. He's still in the doghouse. Play the intro music. Your gal. Common right around. <laughs> Why well, is that, Phil? Why? You're right, guys. <laughs> Why is that your intro music, Phil? Good guess. Oh, fuck knows, I don't know. Good times. Fill <laughs> me in. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's got Apple's loves garage. Apple's loves garages. Is it just me? Are people watching I'm a Celebrity? A Phil's bit. looking very much like that Joel guy, the comedian. Yeah, you know I know I mean? the one, Joel Dummett. Yes, Dummett? he looks a lot like Joel Dummett. You know? I have no idea who he's Isn't about. he just massively hitting on Carol Vorderman at the moment? Yeah, can you blame him? <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, I'm glad you brought the enthusiasm into the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, Sorry, what, uh, 
Day two of the hangover from, from hell, and it's still kicking. 8.30, two cool. days later. <laughs> Brilliant. So we've got a new feature called the Cockram Tales, <laughs> where Philip, yeah. Philip S. Cockram will tell us a story about his drinking expertise over and experiences over the weekend. So we take it, you went out on a work deal on Friday. Take us away. Yeah, so it's just, no, there's not much to tell, really. It's just a classic work day. Uh Free bar, and then um, and there was quite a lot of welcome champagne, so we uh, indulged. And then, then there were some welcome beers, and I indulged in that. And then we got down to the table, but I was like, "What? What? Three sheets to win? Five sheets to win?" I was gone as by the time I sat down at the table, and <laughs> I was drinking the red wine like it was water. You had a bottle of red and, wine um, ready to pour. Yeah, I think I probably did a, well, probably nearly two bottles of red wine on my own, and then uh, not long left, not long later, I was in all sorts of pain. <laughs> I've got this That's image of everyone having fun at this office party, and you just sat in a corner with two bottles of red wine. <laughs> like no one else on my table was drinking the red wine. I was just going to town on it. Oh, oh red wine's the worst hangover, mate. And then, um, and then, because I ran out of battery on my phone, and she was meant to be picking me up, and she thought I was dead, and <laughs> I ended up getting a very expensive taxi home. But I didn't have any money. My like boss put me in a taxi, and I was just a oh, fuck, yeah, bad time. It'd be very embarrassing work tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, there's not really much to say. I was just, I was uh, pretty sick. There's a lot of red sick from all the red wine. <laughs> <laughs> did you redecorate the bathroom um, i have no idea who witnessed it i think one of my mates managed to get me out of there before i ran into the md and stuff like that like, <laughs> uh just not good not good it's gonna be bad tomorrow yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot in many ways sick. you won you won the night yeah you you were the winner yeah there's always one everybody. isn't it there's always one, and it's always Big Phil. <laughs> it's normally me, mate. Yeah, it is normally Apple. That's well. I don't know. Well, I've got a pretty good record of uh, achieving these heady heights of drunkenness. <laughs> Phil, question. Do you, do you remember most of it? Because like, when I do that on my Christmas tunes, I have uh, I was... the dread. You know, when you're like... I'm going to go in Monday and someone's going to say something I did yeah. that I can't I've, remember. I've got so. about I've got about an hour and a half of complete blackout. <laughs> yeah. yeah! You've got the dread then, yeah? You must yeah. have. Big time, yeah, big time, big time. So, Podcats, if Podcats, if you're at Phil's staff night out <laughs> on Friday, if you'd like I to do. email the show <laughs> at tomylefinsertopic <laughs> at gmail.com. Or just anybody in Bristol that was walking past the museum and saw me throwing my cats up. <laughs> Hold on. There's a museum in Bristol. There is, yeah. Is it of tractors? <laughs> is it a cider museum? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, hey, God, if I had a mix a bit of cider in with all that, oh, just, I'm never drinking again. I'm the worst at it. <laughs> <laughs> in many ways, you're the worst. The but in it. many ways, you're definitely the best at it. Uh, God. Yeah, so um, needless to say, I haven't prepared any topics. Funny <laughs> <laughs> you should say that, Phil. <laughs> because <laughs> it's enemy of the week time. 
Uh, Phil, do you want to go first? <laughs> All right. Um, if we put Farage in here yet, because he is a fucking knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't, actually. Wrong. Actually, no, it's not going to be Farage, because I think we probably already got him in there. So I'm going to go with the Ritz. I went to the Ritz a few weeks back, and I quite liked it. I quite enjoyed it. Had the afternoon tea, did the old classic Ritz experience. But now I've heard that they put on an end-of-year Nigel Farage party where him and his cronies are all having a massive party at the Ritz. And um, due to Donald Trump's recent um, comments about him being the ambassador to the US, they even did pyramids of Ferrero Rocher and carried them round as a throwback to that advert with the ambassador. And this Ferrero Rocher, you're really spoiling it. So anyway, I just oh, sorry. good accent. Sorry. Offensive it's accent. On, <laughs> it's on the it's on the it's on the it's on the um it's on the uh it's on the sort of lines of um that stop funding hate thing that Jonesy was talking about a few weeks back. But yeah, fuck you, Ritz. Why are you funding? Why are you putting on alt right shit parties? It fucking sucks. But yeah, they should do it down the local community centre or wherever they. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Anyway, well, that, that's that's fun. So I'm going for the Ritz. The Ritz. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we're taking them down, boys. What about <laughs> the biscuits? Yeah. I like the biscuits. <laughs> You've asked... I don't think I don't think the Ritz biscuits have anything to do with the hotel, do they? I don't know. It might be. They might have made their money from biscuits. Down, you're going to take them both down. When you're man, having Ritz biscuits, do you have them plain, or do you have them like with what? Do you have them with cheese and then cheese? Yeah, but a bit dry. But um, and actually, to be fair, when we were at the Ritz, I'd say eighty percent of the workforce weren't English, so they were obviously EU immigrants. Whoa. So I can't imagine they were all like uh, strange yeah, noise by apples meant stuff. no meaning. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> but um, they were, yeah, they're probably like, well, we might have to find some English staff to actually do this event because of all the fucking racists in the house. Yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Well, so that's what you thought when you went for your afternoon tea. It's the Farage. No, I just. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. It's Farage rubbing off on you. <laughs> I know. I didn't think that. I just observed it, but I didn't. But you thought didn't, it. Didn't give any passing. I made the observation. We moved on. Let's stop fishing apples. I can see what you're doing. <laughs> oh, he might be young over, but he's not stupid, is he? Yeah, very much I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, has Leanne forgiven you? Yeah. Um, no, not really. Ah, she will do, though. I love that. Well, if you got her to come on the podcast and we all sing to her. Yeah. Is it uh, too late to say sorry? Well, we did touch on this. It's got to be, let's be honest, and I think we're all in. This is going to get a unanimous vote. I mean, 2016 is my enemy. <laughs> so let's be honest. It's taken a lot of good people, you know, to name one David Bowie. Um, some of the biggest world-changing political decisions have happened in Brexit and somehow Trump. And let's be honest, nothing noticeable happened in 2016. It's been a poor year. Been a really... oh, nothing, nothing good. 
the only good thing Nothing was, good. was the union of shitty cockram. But no, other than that, actually, even for me personally, I mean, career-wise, it's just been a bit of a shitter. So fuck you, 2016. Fuck you in the pussy. There's two, two good things that come out of 2016, I would say. The union of Chitty Cockeram and the birth of the To My Left Insert Topic podcast. <laughs> now, I'm not saying one is better than the other, but <laughs> <laughs> that's up for you guys to decide. I'm not, I'm not biting. I'm not biting. <laughs> Too tired to bite. Yeah. Okay. Apple's strong performance as ever. Fuck 2016. Oh. Tommy, what's your enemy of the week? I'm pretty sure we've already put 2016 in, but carry on. Oh, did Mig do it a while ago? Uh, Mig's never, yes, been, never, Mig's never turned up to the enemy of the week bit. He comes I say, in at the Mig's been late for 2016, He's probably walking to Gatwick at the moment, just, <laughs> just sitting with a Toblerone. <laughs> Tommy, what's your nomination? Jamesy, if Mig... Oh, Jamesy, if Mick pisses on the podcast when he comes on, can we just cut him off? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's horrible. He started pissing on WhatsApp now as well. It's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's his feature. It's his feature of the podcast. Mick pisses in places. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's not pleasant to listen to. Like, we know Mick and it's not pleasant to listen to. Like, no one wants to listen to a stranger pissing. I don't know. I played yeah. it back and raced it the other day. That's quite fun. It'd be quite funny if in 30 years' you, time we're you still doing it. Yeah. I raced it. I played it back and raced it. I lost. <laughs> Did you win? You lost. No, no, well, no. actually, it depends what you mean by win. I, I finished first, so I think that's a loss, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I'd say so. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. me at the doctors in about 30 years' time with prostate troubles going, so what was the flow like when you used to urinate? Well, if you want to listen to this podcast, this is exactly how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> My nomination this week is, um, right, I, I love Christmas. Christmas is awesome. I'm all for Christmas. My, but my nomination this week is... Careful. Christmas, Christmas adverts, 2016. <laughs> Christmas adverts and, like, companies that have no right to put out a Christmas advert. I, it's all right if you're a supermarket or a, a um, <clears throat> like, John Lewis, fair enough. They've kind of established it. McDonald's have put out a Christmas yeah, now. It's fucking awful. So bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I saw that McDonald's so one. Nomination. Like, try, desperately trying to get John McDonald's. Lewis out Well, <laughs> the main character in it is about Tommy's size, so maybe he's just a bit, like, jealous. Is it Warren Davis? There was... so what other ones are there? Oh, loads. So, Lidl, Waitrose, uh, Sainsbury's. The Tesco's one I don't mind. Tesco's one's all right. In fairness, the John Lewis one's shit this year as well. No, it's great, yeah. The little one's hilarious. Have you seen it? Like, it's like the carrot trying to cross the table. But anyway, right. there's... Yeah, so there's the little one. It's this carrot, and it's got, like... It's it's more John Lewis-y than John Lewis on, but it's this carrot, and it's like a narrator going, oh, and the carrot's trying to... But they're like, the you know, he's trying to walk through the dinner table, and the pudding sets fire and burns a bit of his top off and like he's trying to get back but then there's kind of like a separate one and my little niece and nephew Bridget's niece and nephew I'm autistic and there's this little bit where there's like an outtake of this carrot watching the telly goes oh my favorite bit John Lewis <laughs> 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 I'm 
uh, and he just he watched it and he was just in stitches but he repeated it like constantly for the whole night last saturday it's like john lewis like pretending to be this little carrot and he made his own little carrot thing out of like matchbooks <laughs> and, and it was wicked but yeah no. but yeah they've got they've gone too far have aldi done one maybe we should do an aldi one what an Aldi oh, advert? I'm yeah, sure. perhaps they, if they want to hire an Aldi them. Christmas advert. Yeah. Yeah. This is the cool. two my left insert topic podcast, and we like Aldi at Christmas. Buy products. Yeah. Yeah. You go. <laughs> You're probably going to do That's some not... kind of animation. Yeah. Might need That's some almost work. as shit as the game advert with the guy from in between us. That's, like, oh, that's yeah, a that's bad advert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you just did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She was like, "Well, I've got five minutes. Let's just minutes. come up with something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. What's his name? James. James something. Uh, Jay out of in between us. He will always be known as. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's like, I don't know any of their actual names. Like only the character names. Yeah. It's weird, actually. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. that. You know the Kevin Bacon advert with the Spears for the EE. It's like you've got. Two Hollywood A-listers, and the best joke you can come up with is, uh, I can't even remember the joke now. Oops, I did it again as a pun. For fuck's sake, it's just yeah. Fucking at least hire someone who can write a proper joke and do something. It's literally the only joke available. Is it just you holding that song in? Isn't it? <laughs> well, we'll find something different. You know what I mean? Stop wasting your time. Yeah. Is it just me, or is it? I don't know if it's now that companies are throwing more money at it or if the, the bigger celebrities are just getting a bit more money, grab it or what, I don't know. But how is it now, like when we grew up, you'd never see Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise or you'd never see some of the big, big actors and actresses do these adverts. Yet these days, it's happening more and more and it's weird. It's like, I don't know, it feels like they're selling out sooner. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. Like I see, You see it a lot now. Like, Arnie doing fucking iPhone games. Do you know what I mean? It's like really... Yeah, slice to loan with bread. Yeah, yeah, like what the fuck? I mean, is it just... You know with the American... Arnie, or... I don't know. With the Americans, I think they can do adverts in the UK without breaking some kind of contract where they can't Uh, do adverts in the States. So we do get a load, and that's quite a recent ruling or last 10 years. So that's why there's loads of American celebs that in British it. adverts nowadays. Yeah. But there's still, I mean, there's a shitload of British celebs doing them as well. It seems the money must have increased. I don't know. Yeah. YouTube it, probably it helps. It's a case of, um, it doesn't dilute their brand in America where the most, they make the most amount of money. So they yeah. don't mind doing it over here because they make the money in it. And it tends to be like yeah. localised products like Sly Sloan doing bread, which you, you're never going to, that's never going to cross over the pond to America, is it? Like Warburton's bread isn't going to get sold. Like, you can't beat the market, so can you? Let's be honest. You can't beat the market. In any argument, let's just... <laughs> can't beat the market. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, you know, Lost in Translation with Bill Murray doing the Japanese whiskey advert scene. Mm. I hate that film. Most overrated film ever. Why? Yeah. And you film. I just, I just, I watched it. I went to see it in the cinema. I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe I've just paid for this shit. I really, really hated it. I've never had a rewatch of it just to see to try and get what everybody else was getting on about. But I watched it. Did you watch that with me then, Abba? 
Because I watched it with no, no, no. Charlie. I it with an ex-girlfriend, I think. And me and me and the ex-girlfriend were both like, "What the fuck was that about?" It was just, I don't know. It was plotless. I think it was what annoyed me the most about it. But yeah. But out of well, what star rating would you give it? Oh, that's a that's a one star all day long. Oh. Three star. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have it. Fucking missing the joke. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, uh, my enemy of the week for the podcast is, and it's changed a few times since it wasn't the one I was chatting with Tommy about before the podcast. To be fair, <laughs> it's it's actually it's Frank Lampard, Stephen Gerrard, Jensen Button, basically anyone around our age who's just retired from playing sport because it's really depressing. <laughs> Because I've just got over a hamstring injury and now I've pulled my groin muscle when we won yesterday. And I just, I'm just i sick of being old and injured and just having to stretch for an hour and a half before doing anything. Well, I used to remember the time. And don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing myself in athletic ability to Steven Gerrard or Frank I think Lampard. you are. But I think when was the time, when, when did it, no one warned us that you can't just play sport, stop playing sport and then go and then go and play sport again and then stop playing sport. It takes fucking hours to get ready these days with rollers and stretches. And... I've got a solution for you, Jonesy. What? Do what I do. What's that? Do fuck all. <laughs> Cue <Cute> games. <laughs> I'm going to vote for McDonald's. Okay. Tommy, who are you voting for? Uh, 2016. I'm going to vote for 2016 too. So, Apples, you can either vote for McDonald's and have a draw, or you can vote for Frank Lampard. Do you want Frank Lampard to be your enemy? Your hero. Fact, I, love, you could say I, love, I love Frank Lampard and I love McDonald's. This is a tough decision. <laughs> um, what about Ritz Biscuits? So, I'm going to have to go for Ritz. Because Ritz. Ritz have got gluten and fuck you, gluten. Yeah. So, fuck you. Fuck you, McDonald's does too, you know. Fuck you, 2016. <laughs> 2016, batsman in. Easy choice. Not not clapping that one. 2016, <laughs> say hello to William Defoe. Say hello to Big Phil. <laughs> and you, <laughs> yeah. Neil Warnock's in the corner, boring people to death. Who, who else? Who else is in? Uh, who else is in the room? The enemy of the week room. I think 2016 is already in. When Muhammad Ali died, I reckon Mig nominated it. Well, he's he not. did. I don't know whether it got in though, did it? Yeah. Bewley. Bewley, yeah. can you uh, let us know? Email him. Uh, Bewley's just texted me, he said it's not in there. Uh, oh, right. oh, he might have actually WhatsApp me a list. Bear, bear with. One bear moment, caller. Uh, big shout out to Bewley, friend of the show. Let's start with Audi Purchase of the Week, Tommy. Oh, early in the show. Purchase of the Week. Well, you know. People might turn off halfway through, get a bit bored. So, assuming it's Christmas, yeah. we got to prioritise Aldi purchases of the week. Christmas special. Christmas. <clears throat> right before I start, I have to apologise to to Apples because it's not gluten free. Normally, I try and keep Aldi purchases of the week gluten. Oh, you're right. 
I'm sorry. He looks very upset. Oh, God. Are you going <laughs> to... That's his cum face. Are you gonna... Oh, God, he's going to cry. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I promise next week I'll make you a gluten-free version. He's just thrown his webcam down the side of his computer. Sorry, apples. You can see all the tissues underneath his desk now. Is that his cum face? My Audi purchased the Wii. So scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> is they've done speciality mince pies. Ooh. Salted caramel mince pies. And I couldn't wait. I've already had one. <laughs> but they're bloody good. This is a genuine nom nomination. It's like a normal mince pie, but it's full of salted caramel. Mm. You want to see the innards? I'm quite full. Yeah, I, I want to see the innards. It wasn't until recently I didn't know that mince pies wasn't made out of mincemeat. <laughs> I was like, it didn't taste like mince when you cook it, you know, like in space. But, yeah. They look good. Mm. They look. It looks quite like a lighter brown than normal mince pies. Beef. So, I, mean, I don't get it. It's that's because not... it's salted caramel. Oh, okay. If it's got salted caramel and not mince, then why is it a mince pie? Surely it's just a salted mm. caramel. No, it does have me, um, mince oh, does. as well. Not beef mince. Jones has got mince. What is mince, really? I don't know. What, what is it? Is it like raisins and shit? It's 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 mince. It's mince dried meat. fruit. Yeah, it's yeah made out of cow. I'm gonna put dried what? fruit up a cow. We're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you prefer it to a normal mince pie or? Oh, careful. Yeah. Oh, controversial. Cool. Oh, so I, do. I noticed that we got uh, Iceland in the high street, the little town I live in, and I noticed it's had a poster outside saying. Iceland mince pies have been once again voted best mince pie in the country. Is that anybody that? By Iceland. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No, by good housekeeping. Isn't that a, a what's his name? Who's that Welsh stand-up? That was the name of his uh, stand-up tour. Uh, Rod Gilbert, the award-winning mince pie. Because he, he goes mental yeah. at a motorway service station. Did you hear that? Not a great fan of Rod Gilbert. Really? Oh, it's funny as hell. It was good. <laughs> Or even Rod. Iceland got voted the main um, <laughs> Brexit supermarket. More Brexit voters shop at Iceland than any other supermarket. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> Apples, do you well, shop at Iceland? Not since uni. <laughs> <laughs> so you all laughed. <laughs> but we all used to shop there. <laughs> we did. We're, we're, yeah, we all lived together. Did. We used Where to buy the Iceland in Abbott. Uh, down the bottom next to the Argus. Past B wise, oh, yeah, the minibus was. Yeah, yeah. We always used to buy like the five pound mega deal because you ended up with, <laughs> like, well, you ended up you had like a meat and a couple of like side things and then like tip tops or <laughs> ice rolls uh, or something like that. And like, after a couple of years, a couple of months of living together above the mill, the fr whole fridge was just full of the veg from that five pound mega deal. <laughs> no one fucking cooked. <laughs> Mixed veg or sweet corn, pretty much. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Horrible. But that's the thing. My my actual other topic, although, because we didn't we put, I think I already put journalists or media in enemy of the week. 
But my other thing was, did you see the stuff about all these fake... Um, so, you know, you get all these um, news stories that come out on Facebook and all the rest of it. You can't, Not your clickbait shit, but there's actually... It was on Channel 4 and a couple of things where there was a town in Macedonia or yeah. wherever it was, like an Eastern European country, that are actually... Do where, an impression. Where they make all these nasty stories. Yes, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> You're allowed to see tank now. Sick of blitz. Sick of blitz. Anyway, so... That's, uh, that's an uncanny Macedonian accent there, Apple. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's even Macedonian. I forget what it was. Uh, but no, so the other topic as well is like, where does it lie? Like, all these stories, which ones are false, which ones are nonsense? But then then it, I, the reason I didn't pick it was because you get back into the political argument we always seem to have about everything. But like... The, the thing that really bugged me was Jon Snow. They, they had this um, a woman who was some sort of chief of editors for the, the papers. And then there was some hippie, basically, but she was really cool. Um, who just got like this online spice, something spice, like baby online spice. company, not baby spice. Scary but, like, the spice. Papers, the papers were calling for a, like a gatekeeper, a gatekeeper of journalism. And like John Snow and that was pushing for it as well. But like the, the, the girl who has this a woman, sorry, don't want to patronize. But the, the woman that had this massive on whatever, not patronize, but you know. But no, this woman who had like this online news company, like she basically fucking <laughs> No, but she was basically saying, how can you have a gatekeeper on the on journalism? Because the whole point is freedom of speech. So that if you start subjecting you know, if you start reducing it and saying, actually, there's going to be four people that can control the freedom of speech, it's not freedom of speech and people are just going to edit it anyway. So we'll do it. Same problem. So, no. Four of us. Yeah. I mean, so the answer is you have recompense after the fact. I suppose that doesn't particularly work. But if people are, you know, well, yeah, there is freedom of the press. But is there that much freedom of the press? Seeming that, especially with, news channels where most people get their news from these days or, or and the internet if they're funded by big corporations then they've got an agenda which they're going to set anyway like the worst example of that wrong news story i can remember was remember that fox news one where the guy was talking about how britain is over he was talking about how shia law in islam is uh you know, is now the rule and 95%, I can't even remember what it was. It was it, there was a mention of Birmingham saying that it's completely run by Shia Law or something like that. And then Birmingham. Shia LaBeouf. By Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Shia Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not an expert, yeah. But uh, on pronunciation. Shia Twain Law. Shia LaBeouf Law. Sleeping <laughs> Pete. No, but I, I agree with recompense. Like, they, they, I'll tell you what they should be. If the Sun decides to put a free front pages of horseshit, the apology should be free front pages of horseshit. Yeah. No, because they should true. be able to just put yeah. a small front of the back of the paper. That should be a thing. Um, that was, wasn't that a big thing apart? Do you remember that? Um, well, this was quite, quite a big news story in um, Bristol. It did make national news where this girl got killed in her flat and then they, she went missing for a couple of days and they couldn't work out what happened she, to her. She, and it she was got killed next... and then went missing. That was national. <laughs> yeah, that was national. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and she was found on like Christmas Day morning or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was and Christmas anyway, Day around then. Um, 
And um, anyway, this, this, the, this guy, he was like a teacher and he was just like, he was just like a bit of a weird bloke and everybody decided that he was the one that done it. He was a landlord and they like, because he was a bit weird, they all went, oh, yeah, it was barely him. And um, basically the son did loads of shit against him and literally only wrote like a tiny little apology on page eight. And they had a big campaign, I think also Steve Coogan was involved in the campaign because of something that had happened to him. And it um, was in a movie, actually. Was that, I don't know, it was in like a made-for-TV movie that they yeah. did about that guy. That landlord that did guy. with a couple of mil, didn't he, in damages? Due to, yeah, uh, but apparently, one of the things that they wanted to do, or the group that he joined or was part of, which had Steve Coogan in it, was to get them to do apologies to the same level that they do lives, but they, they? Yeah. they didn't get it done. I don't think it's been passed. I think it's quite close nowadays, but... I just, yeah. Yeah. Hackett, but, um, is it Hackett or something with... like that? The Steve Coogan and Hugh Grant stuff? It was Hackett yeah, maybe. Or... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was Hugh Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing was... The phone hacking, isn't it? Um, the, other, the other one was... Um... I am a Oh, I can't remember what I said now. I got distracted by that. <laughs> um, Sorry, Phil. The other, oh, yeah, no, Mark Zuckerberg's been under a bit of pressure because um, they were saying that with the... I mean, this is a bit of a left-wing thing and, you know, is it just because they lost the election? But a lot of them were saying that the election in America was lost because there was so much fake news story on Facebook. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah. They're clutching at straws a little bit, aren't they? But, but Zuckerberg's under pressure to try and make sure that what Facebook's news feeds are doing are not fake because basically people bought into a lot of lies, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think people might have used some of those stories to back up the way they felt, but that wasn't the reason they felt the way they did. Let's be honest. Yeah, the whole whole argument of blaming social media and people only see what they want to see is bullshit because newspapers have been doing that for 100 years. You know what I mean? If you want to read a load of left-wing shit, you read The Guardian. If you you want to read about immigrants ruining the country, you read The the Sun or The Mail or The Express. It's, It's fucking yeah. bullshit it's like ugh. you know there was such a thing before the internet there it's was... got to have impact on some people there's got to be some people whose opinion is not quite made up and they're easily influenced newspapers definitely yeah but you can't control that you know you can't no you can't control that idiots are going to vote idiotically regardless i always uh, <laughs> i always felt with the whole clinton trump thing they were so divisive between them, they're so divisive between them. Like, who are these swing voters that were like, "Oh, I like Clinton." No, no, I like Trump. I'm like, yeah. you, can't, you can't be that. Um, well, you it, can't change your mind it, that extremely, can you? It wasn't swing voters who won it for Trump. It was people it not going no, out and voting for Hillary Clinton. That was the problem. Like, no one yeah. really. Well, although she won them, the you know, the uh, she popular. got a two million lead in the popular vote. It was people who voted for Obama the last two times didn't get off their ass and go and vote. They're, they're on about trying to change it to be a national holiday so people can. And a lot of people who couldn't vote were people who worked long hours and couldn't get out or their states had weird polling. And still do postal voting, can't you? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, there's no, there's, <coughs> yeah. Uh, no laziness almost, yes. But what was I going to say? There was a point I wanted to make on that. What were you saying, Phil? Don't matter. Bristol murder? No, no, no. no, no. Did you see the stuff about that um, Canadian oil thing as well? Like that's another thing that's not really getting a lot. I mean, it is on the social media and the internet, but 
<laughs> Three Mrs. Houses, aren't we? Um, what was I say? No, like the, um, you know, they're, they're really protesting, aren't they, against this oil pipe going down and they're using really, like, forceful tactics, should we say, to remove these protesters, like, hosing them down with a water gun in, like, minus three conditions and, like, they're physically getting ill. So, they have, you know, like, stuff like that. It's a bit fucked yeah. up. There's someone that lost an arm because they decided to lose some sort of... It was it was just it was a smoke grenade, but they threw it in the crowd, so of course it detonated and like took someone's arm off, shit like that. Like they're really kind of but again it's that media, isn't it? Like yeah. some portraying it. Mm. Yeah. So podcast, if you want to sort of hear about the news but none of the detail and sort of sketching around it, you've come to the right place this week because we can't remember any facts. <laughs> We've done no research. <laughs> I think run all news stories past us and we will we'll filter it. Yeah, into random words. Actually that sounds like too much work. Yeah, all right, fair enough. A little bit yeah, of news. All news. Yeah. All news. Yeah. All news. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> Minister's out of the doghouse. <laughs> Cambrian news. Can you confirm that the traffic cone was stolen from <laughs> <laughs> the lane, please? <laughs> oh, the Cambrian news is the greatest newspaper in the world. <laughs> Padlock stolen Simple off gate. Times. <laughs> with the best headline I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. My favourite one was Bob Marley was Welsh. Was he? Yeah, according to the Cambrian News, they claimed that his dad was a Welsh uh, sailor. Or could have been. <laughs> could have been being the operative voice yeah. there. That's why he's got such a good singing voice. Yeah. <laughs> it could have also been Tootin' Carmen. Could have been. Could have been. Could have, would have, should have. It could have been a Japanese sumo wrestler. Could have been. That's Yokozuma. Yoko, isn't that a place? Uh, maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, no one comes here for the facts, apples. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, right. So Everyone's bored of experts. Yeah. Less facts, more fat. Let's make this podcast great again. Right, so now it's time for Chelsea Corner with our resident hooligan, Apples. Get in your corner, you mug. Who are you? So, get back in your corner, you mug. <laughs> Apples, I'm using the same notes as I did last week. So, Chelsea are top of the league. Hey, you got it, Mike! Yay! Yay! What is Phil doing? He's, he's trying to find Yokozuma he's on the map. To find <laughs> <laughs> he's not in South Africa. He's <laughs> 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 got oh, distracted by a map. Which one? Anyway. Oh, Chelsea Corner. Chelsea Corner, Chelsea yeah. Corner. <laughs> so I watched, I watched your game last night in the pub. Looks all right. Looks all right. Looks all right. So, how much did you see of it? Uh, well, I was watching it while drinking. So, yeah. okay. So, so Tottenham actually the first side in six, seven games to finally figure out how to yeah. play against our system. And for the first forty minutes, we were really struggling. We we're on the back foot. Um, kind of, really, it was only a moment of Pedro brilliance that kind of gave us a bit of self belief again. And half time, the team got a wallop in. Basically, um, 
our skill was we just had a better team in the end. But I genuinely think that was it. I don't think it was because the second half we absolutely dominated. But if you just pressure us, if you pressure that back form, play a high, a Geigen press, whatever you want to call it, if you push. If you just push, no, I'm talking about the, the actual press. So like oh, yeah. when teams play in the back freeze, or if they want to play out the back of a lot, so like Man City, if you just play really high up the pitch, really high intensity. They can't play the pretty football at the back, which just fucks your system up straight away. And what it meant was that Chelsea, instead of playing 3-5-2, were playing 5-3-2, and it fucked us. Like, if you'd looked at it, Moses, who normally plays higher up, as high up as Hazard, was literally level with David Luiz, and we were getting slaughtered. We were really in trouble. Like, Tottenham should have really got a second goal. They didn't. We equalised. And then second half, Conte's obviously realised what was going on pushed them way up and we just destroyed them if I'm on this second half and we really did we should have we're at the bar we're at the bar Pedro Mr. Sitter Costa Mr. Sitter like so we could have hammered them but I tell you what genuinely a couple of signings the only team who might get close to us I really mean this is probably Man City Liverpool playing some nice stuff at times but as soon as they get an injury they're fucked um but no yeah Coutinho all- went off didn't he good Coutinho yeah and Long term, it looks like. I think they're still waiting to find out what's wrong with his ankle. But yeah, it's a bad thing. And the good thing for Chelsea, I don't didn't think I'd ever say this, not being in Europe. It was just fucking, we're getting, yeah. a week, we're getting a week's rest in between every game. And Tottenham, what? Well, Tottenham are now. Yeah, Tottenham are now. Yeah, no. And uh, <laughs> but, uh, the rest of the month. So, yeah. Don't you think it's a bit uh, annoying that you've basically got the same players that you had Three years ago, you won the league three years ago, and they literally went, We're gonna down tools, we can't be asked last year when Mourinho had his well, blowout basically, didn't he? He, he was, he had literally blew out he, too much. Too, I, too long. I genuinely think, and then Mourinho, the now. yeah, I it is, it is, but it's the same with anything. You could have the most skilled workforce in the world if they're not managed, right. And I said that, you know, I love Mourinho. He's, he's one of those things we'll never, not in the same way, when again, he built, he changed Chelsea and he'll always be a legend. But something's gone strange with him. I think he needs a proper break. And I mean, a, a year or two out of football. Because he's, he's doing it again at Man U. He's been sent off again today. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's in trouble. And I think he needs a proper break. Away from a big, high publicity club, he needs to go back and start enjoying his shit again. Because... He's in trouble again already at Man U. Um, yeah, I, I think he needs a break. But is it frustrating? Yeah, massively. You have people like Hazard, you know, who went from being literally one of the best in Europe, voted best in the Premiership, and he, well, he did fuck all. He literally did fuck all. Um, Costa, like, a, a new boys, like Phil and Jonesy especially, always, you'd be the first to slag off Costa. Genuinely. Uh, no, 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 sorry. Let me rephrase that. slag him out. No, no, yeah, no, that's what I, I said. Like I think that. Yeah, I said, I'm going to rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. You're the first to jump on stuff when he does it wrong, and deservedly so. Deservedly so. So I rephrase that. I take that away. I didn't mean what I said. But the fact that you've not said a word about him just yeah. shows you that actually he's sorting his shit out. He's not doing. Yeah, he still have that little fight, he, niggle, but he's concentrating I, on his foot. Honestly, yeah, because with Costa, he had three games where he probably should have got a double, um, two yellows at the start of the season. The he season, scored three goals, yeah. three goals in all of them. One was against Watford, 
they were all of those quite small clubs as well. And you think, you know, actually, if he'd been sent off, Chelsea would have been struggling at the start of the year. But like, well, they got. I've, Genuinely, they got fairly lucky three times with him not getting second bookable offences, um, just like slightly getting away with a dive or tripping someone petulantly. And, um, but now, yeah, and you're right. In the last like sort of five weeks, he's been insanely good. Like Atletico Madrid, good. But um, yeah, I I think it's one of those weird fine lines that. You know, earlier on in the season, you guys could have been really fucked with his behaviour, but he seems to have sorted it out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you, you know, you're right. It was it was the first three games. He, he should have been sent off. It definitely the first two, definitely. I think yeah. the third one was a bit touch and go, but the first two should have. Yeah. Talking. Well, yeah. Oh, he followed. He followed through on Adrian, didn't he? Against West Ham, he yeah. followed through on the keeper. Should have gone then. If there was and a dive. Against, he, didn't remember, he dived against. He mouthed off as well, didn't yeah. he? He mouthed off back yeah. to the ref and he didn't, he didn't do anything. He booked someone else for mouthing off like half hour before. Wayne Rooney really gets team. away with that all the time as well. Never gets booked for dissent or everyone else seems to. Well, weird. Uh, talking about sending off, I was listening to a different, uh, like a podcast, football podcast this week, and they were saying that around in the next couple of weeks, watch players pick up yellow cards or red cards so they can get Christmas Day off, especially if they've got kids and stuff like that. Apparently there was a case oh, of Kevin Noland just went like the week before Christmas, just off the ball, kick someone right in front of the referee, just so he could spend like the uh, he could have Christmas Day off and like spend it with his family and stuff because he didn't want to. Pay they the don't get a day off though. Do you realise this? I like you. You mentioned this before. Like I can't remember what it was. It was something. I think it was like the World Cup or something. You're like, oh, they do it deliberately for a day. They don't get a day off. They have to go to the same training, and if they're they're still part of the squad, so they still have to travel and stuff. So there's no difference. Really? There's literally, yeah, when oh, it comes okay. to working, yes, they don't have to play, but they still have to train. They still have to turn up. They still have to do all the public relationship. They don't get any change. Oh, okay. Well, That's... it's only funny to me, but yeah. Right, right. <laughs> no, like, I, it, it would be funny, but no, they don't, because they still got to train, they still got to do it, but no, they don't get any extra time off. All right, fair enough. And they get fined for it, normally. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway. Anyone keeping up to date with the cricket this week? Yeah, well, shit. It's not, <laughs> it's not shit at all. But I was on the course, so I did the Prince Two course at the beginning of the week. I looked up on the news and they were talking about how England flopped and went out for 155, was it? No, we were all out for 283. That wasn't 283. Oh, was it the, the third test? The, the yeah. second test or the third test? Yeah, we were in a new I... test match now. Well, that's old news. It's fine. Yeah, we were all out, but no, the game was already <laughs> up. We weren't going to we weren't gonna hit for... <laughs> Yeah, but you, you're seeing it from a, like on a flashing headline. We we're all out for one five, whatever. But what we made in that fourth innings was immaterial. We were we were never going to chase down four hundred and one runs on an old pitch. It was all about trying to bat five sessions, but we didn't bat five sessions because we played a kind of T twenty one day cricket thing where people can't bat time anymore. We sort of if you look down. The, the strike rates and how many balls they faced, like all our middle order faced about 40 balls and went, oh, I'm bored of this now. I'm just going to get myself out. But they can't concentrate like that, but we don't want them to play like that. We've got an exciting... See, we've got an these exciting... damn cricketers no, but... just getting out on purpose so they can have the extra day off. No, but, you know... Sort out that. To my left, insert topic, Tommy. 
Um, right. This is off the back of last week's Make This Podcast Great Again. My topic is all about, I've come up, I've made notes. These wow. are all ideas on how to make this podcast great again. Yeah. Which is great. So, <laughs> these are things that I've learned from Joke, other podcasts. Jokes would be good. <laughs> yeah, jokes. Yeah. If we could interview celebrities, could we interview some celebrities? Yeah. yeah, it's a great idea. That'd be quite helpful. Or we could nominate each other to play a celebrity and we do an interview. So this week, Phil Made up is celebrities. Tiffany Amber Thierson from Saved by the Bell. Phil, are you scratching something? Yeah. Smashed it. What yeah. were you doing? You were doing something. You were doing something because you could I was read. Sorry, I was reading the Arsenal Bournemouth match report. Fuck's sake, Phil, we're recording the podcast. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. Make this podcast great again. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you can't be able to listen during the podcast. <laughs> How could you expect anyone to fuck it? I'm really, really hungover and tired. Sorry. <laughs> right, and I've got, I've got us some... Um, oh, what, the other one was sponsorship. I thought yep. we could just claim we're sponsored by something. Yeah. That would help. Um, yeah. We could talk about the fact that we've got crap loads of listeners and people might just believe it. Yeah. I think mostly like popularity breeds popularity. So if we just pretend we've got thousands of listeners, three million. Go with that. Breed contempt. Oh yeah. Oh, that's it. Popularity <laughs> breeds contempt. Oh. What breeds popularity? Lack of Jeez, contempt. Being good. Being good at podcasting. Oh yeah. Maybe we could get good. Yeah, that would be good. And then I've come up with new special features for you guys. Ooh, Ooh. exciting! Okay, so I thought, um, Jonesy, every episode you could have a section called Jonesy does drugs, and you could <laughs> yes. just take some drugs. Yes, I, I took my ibuprofen today. <laughs> yeah, and we could just um, listen to the effects of it. We'd probably have to put it quite late on in the podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, just because you might not be able to manage the rest of the podcast, depending on what it is. Um, <laughs> cool. I thought that would be quite informative. Yes. Jonesy does drugs. Okay, we'll, yeah. do, that right, um, we'll do that right Don't do Jonesy, kids. Don't do Jonesy. Don't do Jonesy. That's a tip for life. Just don't um, do it. Uh, one for Miguel. I thought we could send Miguel off to different airports around the world <laughs> to check on what their uh, light bulb situation is yeah. to see how the transition is going. Yeah. And he could do roving reports from different airports. The terminal with Miguel Ledo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the terminal. Yeah, he could just be locked in a terminal yeah. for as long as possible until they sort the light bulb, light bulb situation yeah. out. Yeah. Doing every single one. Um... I thought we could have Phil doing some kind of impressions because he's like going back to season one when he any impressions he does that are sounds, always a big hit. That sounds more achievable than the other two so far. Yeah. Well, Hang on, what the impressions cheaper. from season one sound a bit what? Uh, they were very popular. The impressions when you did the impressions of who did you do? Did you do apples? Yeah, I can't really remember I did. And I did Jonesy. Oh, you can. Yeah. <laughs> you got into mode. There you go. Apples yeah. is back. Oh. Could I have an entire section where you do impersonations of famous people, famous celebrities? Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine. 
Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, you can. Nice. <laughs> Danny Dyer. Anyone else? Danny Dyer. Uh, fuck off, you can. Nice. <laughs> Jason Stratham. Fuck off, you can. <laughs> Peggy Mitchell. Please. Fuck off, you can. Lenny Henry. Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Premier in bed. That's you saying a word. <laughs> <laughs> he advertises. It's not an accent. <laughs> Premier in bed, you can. <laughs> you shit him with some space. I can't even. And then I got one more for Apples. Although Apples does have quite a lot of features already. But I thought he could be the voice of the people. So we send him to Westminster to chat with politicians and <gasps> represent yeah. the common man. I'd very quickly get elected though, wouldn't I? Let's be honest. It's not worth <laughs> Probably. It's not worth it's not worth sending me down there because I'll just ruin the country even more. Actually, probably not even more. So, you're there. You've got... Well, if it's Westminster, Nigel Farage wouldn't be there because he's not a fucking elected official. Uh, so, you've got your interview in, for instance, uh, Theresa May. What yeah. would be your first question, Alps? How's it feel? Maybe Phil like... could do the <laughs> Theresa May bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Apples. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, you look like you're about six months away from becoming a senile old bat. Why don't you just fuck off now? Okay, Apples. Thank you. I'm in charge. See, easy. Done. There we go. Sorted. <laughs> I don't think it just gets passed on to you. That, that, that's how Fidel Castro took Cuba, to be fair. That's exactly a reenactment. Kill the king, become the king. <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's not PC to constantly pretend to be Bill Marie and that to me seems terribly sad I had my way, let's just say that every day They'd display a large array of his cachet Like Grandma Day and Scrooge Right, dear Auntie Apples Yeah My wife insists on having our dog in the bedroom And he sniffs around us when we're having sex It's a big problem for me I can cope with the dog being in the bedroom at night, but not when we have sex. The dog sits watching or, or keeps sniffing around us. My wife isn't phased by it. I love her dearly, but our dog is becoming a big problem. Any advice? Uh, is, that a is that a genuine one, Tom? Is that a genuine dear Deirdre? That's a genuine, uh, yeah. Um, I'll give you Deirdre's response in a bit. You know, you've got to... You've got to embrace all new things in life. Don't knock it till you try it. Put a bit of peanut <laughs> butter on your balls. And then while you're banging your missus, the dog can lick your balls. Who knows? It might heighten the experience. It might not. Worst comes to the worst. Do a feel. Take the dog too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the second... Word said... for word what yeah. Deirdre said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh as per usual we've got a second part to uh, this section we go over to jesus what would jesus do hey, i am jesus i'm a little tired 
You should start with Jim Appel Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't dare still a Jesus. Keep asking. Keep asking. Keep see. See, Senor. Good advice, Jesus. Thanks, Jesus. Um, <laughs> very theo theological by going out with where is Jesus? <laughs> don't dare Esther. Uh, don't dare Esther. La El Perro Alanga <laughs> Malaca uh, La Manga Orange Pasta La Vista Cojones Tequila uh, Manchego Quesadilla Capiche? Yeah, it's tiny, isn't it? So. <laughs> Capiche! Okay. Time for Big Phil. Yeah. Big question! Yeah! Big Phil. With the passing of Fidel Castro, who is your new... I know nothing about this subject. <laughs> who is now Are your you new favourite dictator? Oh! Uh, apples. I mean... <laughs> How many dictators are actually there? <laughs> Garby's still going, isn't he? Yeah. yeah pretty sure. Garby. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Uh, As As Assad, does he count? Or not? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Not yeah. You would basically. You could Putin. always put Putin in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Putin. Ooh. You probably going to have to say Kim Jong Un. Oh, great choice. Great choice. He hasn't. He hasn't committed any. Has he committed like lots of genocide? Yet? Yes. He's, he's not. Oh, he has. Hasn't he? He's not been very nice to his brothers. Did, didn't he kill one of them for falling asleep during a meeting? By feeding them to his dogs. I think so. Yeah, I read somewhere. So, yeah, I that's not genocide. That's like that's your common everyday murdering, but genocide. <laughs> feeding them to the dogs. Exactly. Dog. It's common if you're a Ramsay in Game of Thrones, but it's not common in yeah, exactly. 21st century. If you're a Cockrum. If you're a Cockrum. I live my life by Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Is Leanne your twin sister? <laughs> no. Well, don't live your life to Game of Thrones, then, do you? I'm like the hero of Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? The blonde bird? Yeah, Brienne of Tarth. You're Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> <laughs> Phil is Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Tommy? Is that who you meant, Tom? Who's the mother of dragons? I see you as a Daenerys. Uh, Apple, have we done this before? I think we've covered this before, haven't we? Apples would definitely be uh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the coward. Yeah. <laughs> the bookie <laughs> one, yeah. Who would you be then, Apps? Go on, pitch, pitch it. Hodor. Give me a second. So, what, have we just said cunt instead of Hodor? I'll, I'll be the hound. <laughs> huh? I'll be the hound. The hound. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, you got enough. fucked up by Brian of Tarth, you pussy o. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I can see it's a hound. You sound just like her. 
Tommy, let's yeah. debate it who you are, and then we'll agree that you're Tyrion. <laughs> you're done. Oh, I don't want to be Tyrion. Fuck. <laughs> I'll take that. You're taking it. Fair enough. Who's the um? Who's the, mo- the money little dark guy? Josie's little finger. Yeah, little finger. Phil would be who's the highest the sparrow, wouldn't he? Which uh, yeah. one? <laughs> oh, uh, he pretends he's older than he actually is. Yeah. The old sparrow, the guy that's in charge of all the little peasants. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. The, yeah, yeah. the guy in the okay, bottom. He could have worked himself into a position of power. Um, we... <laughs> Who's in charge of this fucking podcast, eh, Phyllis? Yeah, yeah apples. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, Jonesy. Let's not bring up Aber 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 Swift hockey um, committee meetings again, or not committee meetings. <laughs> ADM. <laughs> wow. The one bit. I think we found a topic. Yeah. <laughs> Annoying. <Yeah. laughs> to be fair, Phil, you're insulting two people on the podcast for that, though. Why? Tommy. Tommy didn't ever I win. I got a position of power. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He was vice captain one year, wasn't he? I was vice captain of the first. Um... Did you? Yeah. Yeah, the same year you were on. We, you, you and me, literally every single meeting, we used to sit there and just get hammered. No wonder you don't remember it. Oh, <laughs> it was your first oh, Anytime okay. they, they used to come and ask us decisions, and we just would just. Was that when Brady was? Apple's was social sec, and you when, when you weren't, you left that year, my first year, Tom. You left, didn't you? You were around. I but... thought you were social sec oh, that year as well. When that. Jim Brown was first team captain, he was third team captain then, not social. I was first team, oh, third team captain. So that's why you were there. So not, I, not... I was first team vice once. Jensie, what what positions did you hold? I didn't need a position to put my influence on the hockey section. How many positions did you go for? Uh, to be fair, Jensie played a valuable role as a uh, vice uh, social sec. Exactly, I was vice social sec to everybody. Time, <laughs> pretty much. No, you helped yeah. me out. No end. Exactly. Give me that. Yeah. Especially on tour. Yeah. I used to help out Miguel. Otherwise, he would is. Socials would totally derail. <laughs> to be fair, it's not because I got so pissed by nine o'clock I couldn't run any socials. Yeah. No, about by half nine I was a mess. It's like, I'm gonna do Pretty much. I kept swearing. So I used, I, to, I, I used to do the second half of Apple's socials, and then I used to basically do Charlie's socials because he lost the will to live at. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, sorry. This is not comedy gold this week, guys. Sorry, JJ, I wasn't trying to have a dig at you earlier. I was just thought, yeah, you were. Yeah, you fucking were. <laughs> don't lie. You can have a dig at it. I don't mind. But you were definitely having a fucking dig. Well, I meant it more banterous than having it today. It meant to be more banterous than diggy, if that makes sense. Okay, fair enough. Banter yeah. digs. Banter digs. Banter digs. Yeah, I meant the new word. Banter digs. Is that the new digs league? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like psych outs, like shots. basketball. <laughs> Banter digs. Your favourite, yeah. Your favourite film, that film, isn't it? Here, Jamesy, is it basketball? Yeah. Okay, podcasts. The film of the week was Concussion, starring Will Smith and Alec Baldwin and some other people. And uh, I think most of us watched it, apart from Phil. Who uh, didn't? But 
I actually I watched it this afternoon actually in preparation. It's actually really really good. I actually quite enjoyed it a lot. It was more informative than it was entertaining. Don't get me wrong. But uh, what about you, Apps? Yeah, I enjoyed it actually. Yeah, I didn't think I was going. I, I don't know. I, I didn't think I was going to just when I, I kind of knew what it was about. I remember seeing the trailer of it once I started watching it. Yeah. But actually, I thought it was really good. Uh, there's something about Americans doing accents that's not American that is really annoying. I thought Will Smith's accent was really off-putting, but I don't know if that yeah. was just me. I don't know if that's just because I knew I knew Will Smith, so you know the face, so you don't expect it, and it felt a bit. I want to say dirty, but not in a good way. Dirty, just a bit wrong. <laughs> but I thought. I know. Oh, I, I disagree. I thought for a, a Will Smith film, I wasn't watching Will Smith. I was actually watching him play a character. Usually, you're watching Will Smith, and I actually thought after about five minutes of getting used to the accent, I sort of forgot it was Will Smith, and it was he was actually playing Doctor Bennett, whatever. He's definitely turning into a better and better actor. Yeah, it's got <clears throat> he's going to take over from Denzel pretty soon. Do you not think he's maturing though, isn't he? That's that's what happens, yeah. isn't it? He's always think? had yeah. the screen presence, but now he can actually yeah. act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Will Smith's fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, I think um, I was going to say I, <clears throat> I, me and Miguel were having this debate because we watched it together, and we were talking about the fact that as much as I really enjoyed it, I think I would have preferred if it had been a documentary. Now, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, so it true. wouldn't have had the same kind of audience. No one, loads of people wouldn't watched it. They probably didn't have the footage to back up a documentary. But I think there's so many good documentaries out at the moment, so many good documentary makers, that it would have been potentially more interesting person to me if it had been a documentary rather than a, um, a film. Yeah. A narrative. Look, American football is one of the only sports I, I can't get my head around, to be fair. And it was a lot of... It was like a homage to American football as much as it was having a go at how it was run at the same time. I don't think it was that. I remember he... I don't think it was that. I think it was more... Sorry, Tom, we jump in. I don't think it was necessarily American no, football. Go. I think it was what American football then represented because, yeah. they were, you know, they made the, the reference in there about, you know, Sundays were church days and our football days. Yeah, so I think it's... Bread and it circus. Represents a, yeah, yeah. So I don't think it was necessarily the sport per se as opposed to what that actually now stat what you know what that means to people now like because they are right i hate to say it but like the you know the athletics and the football and the basketball college system the money that goes into it and then all the sponsorship that comes with it it's just crazy it's interesting actually i wish it'd work over here in unions i don't know why they've not tried to adopt it but it's coming more and more. We're adopting that American system. It's like, because in America, and they, they said it on the film, is that the city actually paid for the, is it Pittsburgh Steelers? Stadium. Yeah, Steelers while, yeah. while they were closing schools and while they were raising taxes, they paid for this mega uh, stadium, which is the stadium at the Dark Knight Rises as well. It must be. It looks just like it. So that's Gotham's stadium, which is pretty cool. You watch the Dark Knight Rises. You know it kept showing the stadium. The yellow. It's not the Steelers. It's not the Steelers. No, I I know what it is. That looks just like the Dark Knight Rises. But anyway, maybe uh, Phil can tell us in his. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But anyway, now uh, and I thought, oh, that's quite an American thing. But more and more so, uh, Birmingham City Council have got involved. They lent the money to Edgebaston to uh, build their new pavilion area, which was finished a couple of years ago, and one of the one of the uh, contractual matters was that 
they changed the one end of the ground to the Birmingham end, not the city end anymore. So there was a Birmingham branding. And uh, Birmingham also lent Mosley Rugby Club uh, money to build a new stand and new facility. So it's not just that port cabin stuff on their permanent home. But part of that was a rebranding of them not being called Mosley Rugby Club, but now called Birmingham Mosley Rugby Club. So Birmingham now has a proper rugby club, you know, has a, a named rugby club in I mean in the pyramid system. I suppose it's only second tier, isn't it? Well, it's third tier at the moment. But so more and more cities are now adopting that American principle of sport, trying to build these things up. That was pretty interesting. I should find um I, I just say I heard an interview with Will Smith before it and I thought it's quite interesting him talking about but no when it first came out rather um him saying how sensitive he was because he loves American football yeah and he didn't want to he wanted to tell the story he didn't want to destroy the sport you know what I mean yeah so he wanted to still you know it, it just yeah exactly talk about the system at the time rather than you know the wife else. it took me ages to work it out and I had to IMDB it you know the wife he marries and I, yeah. uh, I was like, I've seen her in something really recently. I couldn't put my eye on it. Have you seen much of the new series of Black Mirror? Yes, seen it all. Have you? Oh, I've only seen half of them. Have you seen the nostalgia one in the uh, where they go back to the the town? It's like a, a wild uh, Lost Boys place, and they go to the nightclub, and it's like the lesbian affair thing. Yes, yes, That's yes, yes, the yes, black yes. woman in that. She's uh, the black woman. It took yeah, me ages yeah. to work out where I saw her because I saw that recently, and I couldn't, I couldn't work it out. Yeah, that was a weird episode. That That's one. my favourite of this series by a long way. I thought it was brilliant, that one. I thought it was really un-Charlie... Because I, I, I know a load, a load of other writers wrote on this latest series. Oh, okay. And I thought that was really un-Charlie Brooker-esque. And then the credits came up and it's written by Charlie Brooker. Oh, is it? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> That's one of the ones he did write. Oh, perfect. I read that one. And it, so back to con- Concussion. Because it, Pittsburgh is what, one of the Rust Belt... is in the Rust Belt area, isn't it? It is, yeah, big time. Is yeah, Boston yeah. in the Rust, Rust Belt area as well? Because it reminded me... Boston's just north of New York, isn't it? Just north of New York. Because it reminded me, like, some of the settings, and especially the soundtrack, a bit like Goodwill Hunting, you know, with the way that it portrayed... Probably because it's two, uh, 2000 time as well, you know, around about 2000. You know, with the, like, the urban settings of, the like, the city and the, you know, the, the decayingness. Decayingness? Not probably a word. But no, it really reminded me of Goodwill Hunting. It's the first time a film has in a long time. Uh, generally, by the way, just to back you up, it was the um, stadium they blew up in Dunham Razors. It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. You're cool. spot on. Yeah. Because Gotham's like made up of all kinds of cities, isn't it? All put together, like New York and yeah. No, yeah, of course it is. It's pretty cool like that. Phil, you're reading IMDb intently, trying to come up with a nice fact about concussion because you haven't. Oh, yeah, I'm on Dark, Rise, Dark Knight Rises because there was nothing interested in concussion. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, uh, it, technically a flop. It was Budget was $35 million and it's only grossed just under, just over $34 million. So uh, it's technically a flop. Apparently they mean to make concussion. double what the production thing is to make money back. Yeah. It's a funny thing, though. With a film like that, like, that is never, if it was about football, say, yeah, which I was trying to convert it to a UK kind of thing, I would never pay to watch that, the cinema. Yeah, I would more than happily watch it on the telly and probably still like yeah. it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's not the, it, it's weird. I, I think it's always risky when they put a shit ton of money in that type of film. It's different if it's kind of, you know, like, when, what's it? 
Titans when we were Titans. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah. That's different because it's, you know, that's a, but as a kind of, as Tommy says, as a kind of, not a documentary, but as a kind of factual based, I don't know, doesn't surprise me that flops, not just because of what it, well, it's it's, stuff, it's a me- it's not a film to make money. It's a film to put out a message about somebody, isn't it, or about a thing in time and where and where they are. But in, in regards to the actual subject matter and the concussion stuff, they're doing that in rugby a lot now with yeah seven massive. days off. But in football, there's been a couple of like concussions in the game, and they've come on afterwards. Was it, was it the Chelsea game or one of the Premier League matches I watched recently? Where they're not taking the concussion thing seriously at all. They brought what one player back on the pitch, and he had no idea where the fuck he was. Yeah, I remember that. Who was that? A couple of weeks ago. I can't, was it an international? Wasn't game? Chelsea? Was it, it Loris or someone like it yeah. was? There's been a couple of things like that. I remember they were like more with people dying, haven't they? Like they come back on and then they died on the pitch. Yeah. But there's two now. There was. Um, Faro, was it Faro or whatever? The, you know the Cameroonian guy, and then where they, they've actually come back on the, you know, yeah. they've been declared okay. But how much can you do a quick medical assessment by stretching someone's legs and asking them how they feel? It's not the same, is it? It's, no, not at all. Not I think that's the difference now with football. Like, and sorry, every sport I should say, and this goes for rugby as well, especially rugby. Actually, you've got two games that were heavily. Okay, you had to be fit. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. But within the space of the last, more so rugby recently, because football's had longer to do it. They've become athletes now, haven't they? Like, you look at Ronaldo, mm. Bale. They are athletes. They are at the... Wayne Rooney. Sicking, fit. <laughs> no, but, that, but that's the perfect example. Wayne Rooney is kind of still a poster child for the old kind of footballer. You know, the overweight fucking play in beer drinking... Brit. Do you know, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but, but that's the thing. And I don't think the medical teams have quite caught up with that. They're still like, oh, here's Brian, we'll the phone back on. It's fine. Oh, he's knocked his head. Yeah. I don't think they're quite as... Like, again, like the American football game pointed out, there's so much... The, the pace now, these impacts go in. Yeah. That's the difference as well. Definitely. You know, you had Chopper Harris used to go through and, you know, break people's legs and kick them in the air. But... Yeah, they were basically standing still because the ball and the pitch and the football was so slow. Now there's people travelling at 60 mile an hour. Well, not 60 mile an hour, but... <laughs> wow! Ronaldo's <laughs> really fast. No, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's the whole thing about whether you know it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, the problem yeah. with the American football is that they just they denied know. all the facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true, man. Yeah, I thought it was a good, good recommendation. Yeah, three stars. Yeah, yeah. Who's, three whose stars. recommendation was it actually? Uh, Miguel. Yeah, fair play, yeah. Miguel. So, Not Nick, what, place, but yeah. what are you going for, Abs? Yeah, it's Apple's choice. Is it my turn? It is your yeah. choice. Yeah. Oh, just quickly, sorry, oh. Jonesy. What um, was the football stadium in the Dark Knight Rises? What did you say? Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you were right. You obviously went to the raffles who just told us five minutes ago. I told you that. Phil, your performance this week has been fucking awful, I have to say. Phil, not only are you in the marriage doghouse, you're in the podcast doghouse. Exactly. Get out. Now, Tommy last week on a Tuesday was on fire, to be fair. He had all the bass lines and everything. I think this week it's a toss-up between me and Apples for podcast MPV. 
But we'll have to find out what happens in the uh, in the edit, really. But uh, there's many. Sorry, did you just say me and apples? As in me, yes. As in myself. <laughs> Arrogant. Do you mean yeah. me um, and apples? No, 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 no. I mean. Apples. He means me and apples. I mean apples. Oh, you and apples. Apples has yeah. M-E. apples and apples. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> um, a film recommendation. Oh, damn, that's hard, actually. Apples has a... Um, oh. oh, he's got a nasty cyst. He has got a nasty cyst, yes. <laughs> I am a nasty cyst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one will really Where is it? <laughs> damn late, people. Oh, my material gone yeah. early. It's like my sex life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <it> was... <laughs> Go on. Film, right, today's on in a minute. I, I want to I kind of do a big one, but you've caught me on the hop, really. Oh, you want to do a big one? No, I'm, genuinely I'm tempted because it's on Sky as well, so it's relatively easy to get. I was thinking of The Revenant because I don't think we've ever done that. And I really liked it. But I, I know some people it. didn't. I haven't seen it. Which is it. why I'd like a cop. Have you not seen it? No. Like it looked like hard work because I didn't. Yeah, it looked it's like. Looked awesome. Like, is it oh, have you not seen it? I think everyone else has seen it. Have you seen it, Phil? No, I haven't seen it then. Oh, okay. Me and, me and Meg have both seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, cool. Mm. All right, we'll do the Revenant then. Meg and Tommy's film club. We didn't watch it together. We didn't watch it. Were you invited, Apples, to the film club? No. No. Meg and Tommy don't invite me to anything anymore. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you want to come over, come over now? Oh. Don't tell me. Okay. I'll be on it like Sonic. We've got a gluten free cupboard. <laughs> come and have a look at it. <laughs> Have you actually got a whole gluten-free cupboard? Yeah. What, have to you, stop cross-contamination? Have you got a wheat cupboard no, as well? No, just because there's quite a lot of it. <laughs> got a what cupboard? A wheat cupboard. Wheat cupboard, no. Oh. I've got a wheat box. Oh, man. <laughs> Not much in the wheaty box. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, no, no, I'm too many jokes. Yeah, I really did. I got close. And on that bombshell, it's uh, time to end the podcast. Uh, right, Jeremy Clarkson. I know. Yeah, sorry. I don't know where that came from. But uh, say good night, Tommy. Good night, Tommy. Say good night, Phil. Night all. I think Phil fell asleep on Friday. To be fair, uh, and say good night, apples. Night night. And it's good night for me, podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>